This is working the beat. It is Thursday, December 1st, 2022. I'm Kevin Cooney. Thanks for joining us. Mike Kern is not with us this week. He is uh, playing golf in Florida, so everybody say you know, shed a tear for him. Um, <clears throat> so I had to find somebody who could step into his size six or seven shoes, whatever it is with Kern. And I decided I went to go for a bigger name. So I went with one of my good friends. I like to say, you know, I, I think I have decent friends in this business, but this is one of my favorites people in the world. Uh, she is on the uh, WIP morning show with Angela Cataldi. She will be on the WIP morning show with uh, John Ritchie and Joe to camera when that gets going uh, at some date to be determined by Nick Sirianni and crew. <laughs> It is Rhea Hughes joining us. Hi, Rhea. How are you? Hey, great, Kevin. How are you? <clears throat> All right. I feel like we haven't talked on air in a while. I, <laughs> it has been a while. It's been it's been a bit of a crazy time around here. Yeah, it's been a cra- crazy time around here too. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I guess let me start with the with the work related questions before we kind sure. of get into the, uh, the sports end of it. Um, let let's start with Angelo. Um, yes. How surreal is it at this point, knowing you're entering your final eight weeks, maybe, or it could be six weeks or it could be, you know, whatever it, it is. Yeah, It's uh, it, it is like it, it's people ask me that all the time. And I just go, I, you know, I try not to think about it because it's just it would be so weird. I've been, you know, with Angelo for so long. So, I, you know, we just cut. You know, he brings it up. He's very casual, obviously, about bringing it up on the air. So he's totally at peace with it. And, you know, I, I just know he wants to, you know, retire. So uh, I'm happy for him and uh, it's going to be different. But uh, it, it'll certainly be weird because I'm, you know, just I'm used to working with him every day. Is it weird, too, because of the fact you don't know the end date? I mean, you know the general end date. <laughs> it's like a but, soccer game. <laughs> yeah, you're you're in penalty we time call, right you're now. In penalty yes. time right now. <laughs> uh, I mean, but but in a strange way, like you know, normally when I guess not in radio, not so much. But like Jim Gardner, we know it's going to be the end of the sure. year. Yep. We know Gardner's done. We know. Yep. Yeah, we knew when Hurricane Schwartz was done. We, you know, all these high profile people that are leaving. It's all in the Eagles' hands. Right. I'm not sure that's a AJ Brown hands of the past two weeks. I was just going to say, I'm not sure I necessarily feel super comfortable about that, but, (laughs) but you can't plan like farewell shows. You can't, uh, is that better or worse? Uh, probably better because, um, I, I know that probably isn't something that he wants. So, you know, it's basically, we'll be working normal shows right up until the time he leaves. So I think that that kind of for all of us is probably better, um, you know, because I, you don't want to do like the last week going in every day going, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, you know. But so, uh, yeah, it probably is better. And is it weird because Morgani's also kind of in the same boat? I mean, Al's going to Al. Yeah, Al's staying around. He's right. going to be doing that. Yeah, it's. I, I mean, both of them. I mean, I've been with both of them the entire time that I've been on the show. So, yeah, it's going to, you know, as I every morning. Without fail, at uh, 4.45, Al walks by the newsroom and yells, Rita Huge! He's been doing it for 25 years, so I will I will miss hearing that every... I can set my watch by it, so I kind of know what time I'm... Uh, that I, that it is around then. So, yeah, it's going to be... It's going to be very strange, yes. Um, what is the one thing you've noticed with Angelo since he made his announcement, which is over a year now? 
Mm-hmm. Have you noticed something about his demeanor, his personality? Obviously, he has the Wednesdays off. That's yeah. Uh, um, but is there something that's been different at all? Uh, he's he's. I think he's at peace with it. You know, he doesn't um, seem like oh, you know, oh my God, should I do this? He just, you know, he's full. You know, he does. His nothing has changed about what he the way he prepares for a show. That is still the same exact way. Uh, he is still hardcore you know, demanding, everything has to be, you know, a certain way. But, um, you know, when you do talk to him about it, sometimes, you know, he just seems really calm about it, which is interesting. And, and when we talked to him, I guess in June or so is when we talked to him uh, over the summer, and he said how he was ready to go a couple of years ago. <clears throat> and, yes. you know, he said the last couple of years have been difficult because of the pandemic and everything, and he's kind of had this wrestling in and out. But he also felt felt like, he talked about how loyal you guys were, but he also felt like, look, I, I've let it be known for years I've wanted to leave, and, sure. you know, like, I don't well, feel listen, like I, I owe him anymore. You know, it, 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 the way I look at it is, you know, you have, you know, you have Vin Scully, who worked till what, he was in his 90s? Eight, eight, uh, 80, 88? 89, 88, something maybe, like yeah. that, yeah. Um, you know, I think Angelo, he's healthy, so he wants to, you know, leave and retire, and just kind of enjoy his, his wife and his grandkids. You know, he's, he's, I mean, it, it's funny. Like I call over the house sometimes and it's like, I got the baby on my lap and you know, stuff that, you know, 15 years ago was not happening. And, uh, like the other day I, I, I called him. I said, did you just call me? And he goes, no, nah, the kids had my phone. They were calling you. <laughs> I said, Oh, great. Now I, now I got the Cataldi grandchildren calling me. I'm like, what do they want? The Cataldi so, grandchildren are pocket dialing you. That's great. Yeah, they're pocket dialing me. So yeah, I just think he's, uh, I think he's at peace with it, but I, you know, I think he looks at it. Look, I'm healthy and I can, you know, I don't have to, it is, it's a grind to wake up. You know, he gets up at two 30. I get up at, you know, between three and three fifteen. Um, it's, it's a grind. Like, um, so I get it. He's looking forward to being able to stay up for late games. Uh, although I keep telling him, I go, dude, you're old now. You'll be asleep at seven 30 anyway. So what's the point? <laughs> um, so yeah, he just, he seems very at peace with it, but he hasn't changed a lick of how we prep a show, not in any way, shape or form that, that he has not um, dialed any of that back. You could have, I mean, look, you're going to the new show and, Mm -hmm. but you know, you mentioned it, you you love going to games. I mean, you used to do (laughs) Monday night games. Sixers, Flyers, everything. And you used to do Monday night games and stay up all night and do all the sound and everything and have it ready for the morning. Yep. Um, But I, I, was there a part of you that, you know, this is a shot for a reset too. Is there part of you that thought at first when this was happening, you know, maybe a, maybe a mid afternoon show wouldn't be bad or, you know, <laughs> no, uh, no, I was, um, you know, when, when they started talking to me, I was thrilled that they wanted to me to remain on the morning show. Um, um, I'm humbled by that. Uh, and, uh, and super excited. I just, I, I'm a morning person. So I, okay. you know, Yes, and I, listen, I was at the game Sunday. I still go to the night games. I was at the right. game Sunday night, got home around midnight, and I was up at uh, – I, I gave myself 10 extra minutes, so I got up at 325. Um, but, I mean, so I still go – yeah. Right, your, son, your son's a teenager now. Yeah, I have a teenager. He's 13, so, you know. Um, but I – so it, that affords me to be able to do anything, you know, in the afternoon, you know, go to anything at school with him pick him up from school. Although, you know, now he just goes to his, you know, he's going to his friend's house after school. So I don't have to pick him up, you know, as much anymore. But, um, 
I, I love mornings. I, I'm a, I, it's just, to me, it's, I love the start of a morning. I love getting in there at 4 a.m. I love not dealing with traffic. Uh, it's fantastic. Even though I only, I only have like a seven minute commute, but uh, I just, I like, I, I like mornings. I, it was funny. I was talking to James Seltzer, uh, the producer of the midday show, you know, who's obviously coming, coming to mornings. mornings. Right. And he was asking me for some, I said, I said, how are you like about, you know, getting up that early? And he goes, do you have any advice? And I said, I said, what time do you wake up now? He goes, 6 a.m. Cause James is in pretty early. Right. Um, for the, for the midday show. Uh, I sometimes see him at seven 30, never later than eight. So, you know, he's in two hours before their show. I said, listen, I would start dialing that alarm clock back a little bit. I'd go to five 30, do that for a couple of weeks, then go to five. I said, right. I don't really think you want to, you want to hit this cold Turkey. So I said, it, it is a lifestyle change. Um, uh, it really is. I don't, other than going to games and that's why I was so ecstatic. They did not flex the uh, Eagles Giants, Giants game. <laughs> I don't really go out late at night. I mean, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I do lunches. That's kind of what my thing, I go to lunch mm-hmm. and, uh, but I don't really go out at night just because it's, it's hard to, you know, I call I'm like, that's a school night. I can't go out. So, um, so yeah, it's, it is a, it's a, it's going to be a huge lifestyle change for those guys. So that, uh, I do not envy them. I've been doing it for, you know, 25 years and I still set six alarms. <laughs> so. I, and, and, and I can tell you like transitioning from sports writer, which was 2 a.m. going to bed. Sure to getting up and i'm sure you're surprised sometimes when i text you during the day yeah. and it's 5 36 a.m and i'm yeah. out the door yeah you're on, my on, way your, to on your way to work it's yeah it's a, it's it's weird to you know so that's why i'm i'm thrilled that you know i and that's i think where Wector and i will be a help just for that mm-hmm. is just helping them out with the lifestyle change um you know just the off the air stuff because it's 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 a big challenge you know to um if you're used to staying up late at night and, you know, at Phillies games, I love because I'll fall asleep sometimes around the seventh or eighth inning, but, um, Comcast does the replay re- they don't, and they compress it and it's yep. always done at 4am. So I'll wake up at like three fifteen, and I'll throw the game on and I'll see the last two innings. So it's perfect. You know, so that kind of, that kind of works. And, you know, it's difficult when you have like the Phillies in the world series and the games aren't starting till, you know, eight o'clock, eight thirty, right. Eight thirty, And, you know, at least. With football, it's it's once every. Although I swear, it feels like the Eagles was every week uh, this year. Um, it's once a week, and you know you you get a recovery. But yeah, the the late times, you know, Sixers get in the playoffs. Those games are at nine o'clock. So mm-hmm. it's it's uh, it's if you're if you're used to being up for all those, it's uh, it's watching them, staying up, or t- uh, taping them, watching them till you fall asleep, and then waking up an hour early so you can, you know, watch it and make sure you know what you're talking about. How much do you study? I mean, you've, you've, your alpha dog has been quirky for a long time in Angelo yeah. and that show. Now comes the camera. Yeah. And he's quirky in a different <laughs> way. Yeah. I'm, I'm lucky, Kevin. I get to, li- you know, I listen to that show obviously on my way home. Right. And, uh, and I listen to it doing stuff around. So, and, you know, James will tell you, I, I you know, I'll text James and say, oh, you know, this Saturday, the other thing, but I, you know, I've been listening to their show for years now because it's right after ours. So right. I, I kind of, you know, it's been great prep for me. Now I listen longer and I pay more attention to little idiosyncrasies that I'm trying to pick up. So, um, you know, it, it's helpful in that respect. I know them, you know, I see them every single day. So it's not like, you know, a show is coming in and I have to like introduce myself to them. I know John, I, uh, John Ritchie and I, 
worked at CN8 doing Out of Bounds with you know, Lou Tilly years ago. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, actually, only a little bit. Or was with it with Murph? More with Murph. It was Murph. Yeah. Right. So, um, so I got to know John. You know, working with John, he would come in like once a week and uh, and do stuff. And so, you know, I, I know those guys, and I see Jane. Like I said, Jane's in is in every morning, seven thirty, eight o'clock, and uh, and I love the show that he and Elliot do on the weekends. So, I I'm a, my prep with them is that I've just been a listener for years, and obviously paying much closer attention in the past couple of months. Uh, is the person are the personalities that different? Or not? Well, it's funny. I think you know. Listen, I I always I always kind of imagined that it would be Joe DeCamera. Um And what I say to people is, you know, Angelo was not Angelo thirty two years ago. I right. remember I was a producer, mm-hmm. so I remember Angelo early on. Um, and you know, I mean, wearing wingtips and short sleeve button down shirts. And, yeah, I remember that. Like, like, total geek. Um, and he's uh, so hip now, but I mean, back then he was like a total geek. Um, but, um, but, you know, so I, you know, I, I just tell people, I go, you know, Joe reminds just the, um, the writing all the notes down, the planning on the, on the, uh, Angelo switched to a computer during the pandemic, which was interesting. Right. Um, but, um, but I, I sense, you know, Angelo's always been a quirky guy. So I, I sense some of that and, you know, and it's funny, I kind of sense like with John is the yin to, you know, Joe's yang. And that's kind of what Al's been. Right, you know, with Angelo, so and and, um, see, and Al's I, a little more. Uh, Al is reserved, and I think yes. John is reserved. So that's yes. where it's going to be fascinating. This, so scene. I do see some, yeah, I do see some similarities. Um, all right, let me get to the actual. Get, uh, no, one more question. I apologize. Oh, sure. All right. <laughs> so when you hear some of the names that were floated out there in the media, yeah. th- through this whole search, were you curious? I was pretty sure that none of those names were going to happen. Okay. Was that based on inside information or I just can't see them doing that? Well, I do work there. I know, but you want but there's people who work every workplace has gossip, you know? Yeah, you know what's funny? It was there wasn't a lot of gossip around this one. Okay. Just you know, I I, I kinda, you know, we all kind of figured that's what it would be. So it was not a surprise to me. Okay. At all. I, I'm, I'm just, it's just one of those things. It became like a parlor game, I think, in. Well, and I think, well, yeah, and, it, and that made sense. I mean, you know, you, you know, that, that people would speculate, oh, it's going to be this person. I was, I, that, that to me was normal that, um, that the speculation would, would happen about, you know, different names because you're, you're replacing a legend. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all kinds of names are going to be thrown out there. So it's going to be tough. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I mean, you know, the old line, you don't want to be the guy who replaces the guy. Well, that's what these guys are. Yeah, but, you know, we've had people do it here. I mean, you know, you look at, um, you know, I, I don't really get um, some of the haters when it comes to Tom McCarthy. I think he's phenomenal. I do, too. And I think I think I think Tom's second. gotten a lot better, too, as it's going. Oh, along. yeah. Oh, yeah. God. And see, and I, I, you know, watch a lot of college basketball. Tom does college basketball. He's phenomenal he in basketball and football. Right. Oh, he's so good at, at basketball. And he's really good at football. So, like, I think I think he's done it as well as I've seen anyone do it. I mean, he, you know, a test case right there, you know, classic case of how to do it and do it really well. I think Kate Scott has done a tremendous job. I mean, gosh, you know, Zoo's the only one I've heard for forever. Right. And I, I really enjoy her. So, um you know, uh, but so it, you know, listen, 
every one of us has to be replaced at some point. So. Well, and, and you yeah. me- and you mentioned that like it also is it depends a lot on the atmosphere you have too. One of the things that hurt Tom, I thought it hurt Tom in those years when Comcast changed a lot of things around and they took Wheeler and Sarge out and they put yeah. stairs and more. You got to have the right crew around and for yeah. Well, stairs and Moyers weren't the right fit, right. and I think he's got the right. You know, I you think now he does. The, uh, the chemistry that he has with Cruck, with Cruck, um, you know, Cruck is phenomenal. You've got Ruben in there. You he's know, great. Ruben says it. Yeah, Ruben says it to us all the time. He's like, Tom is is amazing at what he does. Ben Davis. I mean, I Tom seamlessly goes in and out with all of those guys. I, I think he mm-hmm. really does a tremendous job. So, but Tom's know, also uh, Tom also I think has suffered in a way because he's compared to Fransky in L.A. and nobody. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean that that those two, that's why you know, gosh, I was I was thrilled to hear that LA wants to do more next year. Yeah. So you know, I'm one of those people on the weekends. I love to listen to the games on the radio. That's for me. That's summertime. Right. And I love those two guys together. So yeah, but you know, but if I'm watching, you know, if I'm at home during the week, I'm watching on TV. Yep. And uh, and I just think Tom Tom has done a tremendous job replacing a legend. What do you think the market's like now? I I asked this of Angelo. You've been around long enough where, you, yep. you know, there, I think there's the image, there was always the image of the big, bad Philadelphia media and big, bad yep. Philadelphia sports talk media. I think and, it's, I think and it's, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's dialed back a little bit. Maybe well, because it's, it's gotten younger. Because there's not as many people around. Right. I mean, that's just. And it's younger. You know, and it's younger. Oh, it's definitely, oh yeah, it's definitely younger, but there's just a lot less people. I mean. You know, gosh, Kevin, when you and I were growing up, uh, there were tons. You know, we yeah. you, there were you could fall over and hit a legend every two seconds as a writer in this town. Uh, you know, Ray Didinger, Stan Hockman, Jason Stark, Angelo and Al. You know, back in the day, right? Um, you, and, so, and different you know, styles. Bill Lyon was different than sure. Oh God, Bill Lyon loved Bill Lyon. Then Stan uh, and 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 you had yeah. Conlon who was controversial and all Cor- that. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So, but I just think there's you know there's so few people doing it now. The media has just been cut. So uh, it, it's harder. I think, I, I think where it comes from probably more now, if you ask about the market is, uh, you know, um, it's, it's the callers, mm-hmm. you know, the sports radio are still, you know, they're still tough and social media, social media is, you know, as we all know, it can be very okay. toxic. Yeah. Um, so that's, you know, that has maybe replaced, you know, the hardcore, you know, media going after me, it's now everybody has a platform to go after, you know, any sports person in town when something's going bad. So I, I think that in that respect, it's um, that's how it's changed. You mentioned before when you were on here, you are off social media uh, as far as you uh, don't yes. post. You, you're I, yeah, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I have a private account and I just it's just to follow for what I need to do for my job. You know, I, I got follow like 200 media people. Um, and, and then the dodo, because I'm obsessed with animals. So I watch the dodo <laughs> pretty much all day long. Do you, um, do you, would you get off social media if you, the minute you're, you're, you retire? Are you done with social media? No, I mean, because I, I, like, I like to read stories. Like okay. I, um, I, uh, I subscribe to the Washington Post, mm-hmm. uh, Boston Globe, and obviously Philly.com. So I find a lot of I – like, I like to read different stories, not just sports. And the right. Washington Post has all kinds of – so – New York I, Times I, I too, like, right? Yes, the New York Times. I love to read all kinds of interesting stuff, and I wouldn't find it if it wasn't posted on Twitter. So, no, I listen. I I kind of just 
I read it for the post. Occasionally, I will say to myself, I'll see a post and I'll go, well, I'm just really going to have to check out the comments on this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just because oh, you know that, where it's oh, going. Oh, um, no, no, no. But, Never uh, read the comments. Never no, but read. I mean, sometimes I just do it because I, I know what's going to oh, be on there. Yeah. Um. But, uh, you know, never read the comments underneath no. my name. So, yeah, it's just, exactly. it was it was too it was too toxic and it's a terrible way to wake up in the morning. And, and it's a shame because I, and I said this to you, 80 percent of my interactions with people on Twitter were for, were fantastic. They really were. They were great. They were helpful. We'd be in the middle of the show saying, yeah, we think this happened. And somebody would shoot me a tweet, go, no, 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 this is what, it, you know, they were a great resource. It was like having, right. you know, 100,000 people helping you do show prep. Well, so, and, um, and it's also it's I think it's more toxic for females in, in sports. Well, there's no doubt. I, I saw the greatest thing. There's um, a husband and wife who both write for The Washington Post and I, I can't think of their names, but they he posted one day. He decided he did a story about the comments he gets mm-hmm. and the comments his wife gets. And he was astonished, you know, that it was just like so vicious. Sure. Um, so, yeah, it just it just is. I mean, it's just the nature of the game. And. You know, I, I, uh, I just choose not to be on there or not, you know, I don't need to wake up and read that stuff in the morning. And and like, I'll give you the example from this past year, Alex Coffey, who's the Inquirer. Who I think is terrific. Terrific. Yes. Who's the Inquirer's beat writer. And the Pete Rose case, when Pete came back. Oh, that was terrible. And Pete treated her pretty awful. Yes, he did. And yet on Twitter, you could look down and you could see kind of the, the the lowest common denominator of course oh yeah no, coming out that's, that's attacking out uh, oh yeah they went after her which was ridiculous you know so i know i i uh, i think she's great and she's uh she's not shy about being on social media and i right. enjoy her i think she's uh she's snarky and it's mm-hmm. fun and uh and i think she's got a great career in front of her i and i think she's a terrific writer i think she covers the team really well for someone who's so young Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, you know, I, I like her a lot, but yeah, I, I, um, hopefully she doesn't read all of her comments. <laughs> let me, let me get to the actual teams. Um, sure. you know, they're 10 and one mm-hmm. and there's a lot going right, but why do I have this dark cloud feeling about this football team? <laughs> Cause you're a Philadelphian. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, Rhea, no, I, we- I look at it, you know, taking the Gardner Johnson. We can't believe it's real. That that's why. Because here, I think what it is, we are always so hyper focused on the quarterback. Okay, the quarterback has been phenomenal. Yeah. So there hasn't really been a game where you're like, he's been god awful. Mm -hmm. There hasn't been that game. You know, they were pretty. uh, None of them were great, and I thought he was the best one in the Washington game. Yeah. Um. So there is no focus. That's all going really well. The running game, fantastic. You know, the loss of Goddard, that hurts. But, you know, the one... But he sounds like he'll be back in two weeks, so he should be ready for a playoff push. Right. There's really not a lot of complaints about the offense. and It's the defense. It's it's, no one trusts them. That's what it is. No one trusts Jonathan Gannon. That's the bottom line. No, no, they're going, okay, you got the 10-1, and, and, you know, hey, you beat the teams that you're on your schedule, which, you know, is the same schedule as the rest of the NFC East. Um, but the fear is that when you get up against the better teams in the playoffs, that, you know, his scheme or whatever it is, you know, you know, Mr. I don't have a scheme, although the scheme seems pretty, you know, clear to me. They, I just don't think they trust them and, and they don't trust the special teams. 
Well, and, and this outside might, of, outside of Jake Elliott, and I'm going to be interested to see how the special team adjusts if he uses more. Uh, Michael Clay uses more uh, starters on special yeah. teams this week to kind of plug the holes, especially on the on the on the kick returns. It was uh, G, We had G Cobble on this week, and he said he's not seeing a lot of effort. And I'm thinking these are guys who are trying to make the squad mm-hmm. to try to eventually become starters. That's alarming. <clears throat> If that's what he said. That, that's the bottom feeders, really, of the roster. <laughs> yeah. You hate saying it that way, but yeah. these are the guys who well, should be yeah. trying to, to do anything yeah. to get on a film. Get Yeah, exactly. Get on tape so they can go somewhere and start. Um, but more than that, I, I think with Gannon, I, I, I think, and, and the one thing, Jimmy Johnson mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, that if you get the second look at Philadelphia or you have a mm-hmm. lot of looks at Philadelphia, the more looks you get, the more you figure it out. And I think that's kind of what's happened with this defense. That look, I don't think Aaron Rodgers was great the other night by any means. No, no, no. But it was they a, threw a couple. They threw a couple of wrinkles, and and there was outside, no adjustment, none. No. no, and I saw him make the adjustment in the in the Colts game because there was a run blitz, and I was like, I, I I looked at myself and I said, I didn't know they were allowed to do that. <laughs> I didn't think that was part of our repertoire. Um, so yeah, and listen, get. I'll tell you what, Jordan Davis. You know that kid. That kid should ask for more money because I I heard his name dropped more for a guy who was playing twenty two snaps a game. His name was mentioned more by people when he was out than when he was playing. I think. And I would it expect. Amazing. I would expect that he's going to play this week. If, I, yeah, he um he you know uh, his practice window was activated. So right. Having if you can rotate between him and Joseph, I mean that would be fantastic. But I still. <clears throat> they got to be put in positions by Gannon. Well, I'll be honest, Ray. I don't think if he doesn't play this week, they don't beat Tennessee. Well, I'll tell you what. I went. I watched um, uh, Baldinger, Brian Baldinger, right. Baldy's breakdowns. He did like every one of Derrick Henry's runs. Now he only ran for thirty-eight yards in their loss to the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Nine of the seventeen runs were one yard or less, and he was showing all of the plays. They were gang tackling him. I mean, it was like everybody was up on the line, and they mm. because they don't, you know, they were not respecting the receivers. They have some quality receivers, but they don't have AJ Brown anymore. They just went after. Now they they wound up throwing the ball to Derrick Henry a little bit. Now I did pick up seventy nine yards. It was on three catches, right? But I mean, yeah, one big and, one for like thirty five. I yeah. think. And here's the thing: is he doesn't bounce outside that often. No, all of his runs are right at the middle. So if you've got Joseph and Davis there, you know, you, you need help because he's tough to bring down. But that's where the focus has to be, you know. So, But, but if Davis doesn't play, now you're going to have to bring T.J. Edwards up a little bit. Yeah. and yep. You're going to have to do different things. You, yeah. You look at, I mean, I'm telling you, go look at the breakdown that Baldy did. They yeah. were gang tackling him on every, I mean, smothering him with like five guys. You know, so. It'll be, you know, look, everything kind of in, you know, I think the Giants are coming back to earth, so I'm not worried about those two yeah. games against the Giants. It, it, Christmas Eve is what's going to determine, I think, how everybody's oh, sure. going to feel going into yeah, the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, and- if, if you beat Dallas the second time and you yeah. beat Minnesota, then there's the only one great unknown, and that's going to be San Francisco. The the Dallas thing intrigues me because everybody's like, oh, well, it was Cooper Rush, and I'm going, yeah, but 
you know, what everybody talks about is Dallas's defense. The mm-hmm. Eagles handled them offensively. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, uh, it'll be, a, it will be interesting. And listen, I, you know, you can't, I, I know everybody's Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. We've heard this many, many times. But, you know, they do have, you know, Michael Parsons is pretty damn good. And the funny part is, Michael Par- I'll point this out on this show again. Michael Parsons was the one I wanted the Eagles to draft, even though I knew there was Oh, no instead shot- of Devontae? Yeah. Because I knew there was no shot in hell that, 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 uh, Howie would go for a linebacker that high. No, no. Kind of no, like. They, I think they, you know. It was fine. It worked out it was, okay. Yeah, it was fine. And I, but I, I would have been happy with Parsons as well. So. It's kind of like Kyle yeah. Hamilton is another one I wanted. And actually, yes. it looks like Jordan Davis was probably the better pick at this point. Uh, yes. So for what they do, yes. Yeah. And hopefully he'll be healthy. Um, I heard you guys screaming this morning about Doc Rivers. Well, I would say that was more. That was Angelo. Um, that was Angelo. Yeah. That, yeah. Well, it was, you know, but I mean, we, listen, we don't like him, you know. Uh, and I and I you know I'm not gonna I'm not breaking any news. I'm, here. Go, I'm gonna br- I'm gonna break news here. I was listening to the other station. They're not in love with him either. Yet he literally, <laughs> you can't make that statement. A scheduled loss. It was kind of like a scheduled loss. This is I, I don't I really don't think the NBA gets what they do to themselves. I, I honestly we were talking. Angelo's you know he said he goes I want to you know people have kind of asked why we don't talk a lot of Sixers. Well, obviously, we've got a 10-1 and Eagles team. And you had the Phillies in the World Series. Yeah, in the World Series. He said, and I go, and and he said, Rhea, what do you think? I said, well, really, the NBA doesn't start to actually start to get interesting until like February and March. That's when they'll actually start playing. I'll go Christmas. Christmas, with the Christmas Day stuff, usually you see teams start to pick it up. Christmas Day is great, but they don't really start actually playing all of the games No, that's true. You know, I mean, so they, they just, they hurt themselves. And, you know, in a game like last night, but. You know, that's also Embiid. Embiid seemed disinterested in there because it, it hurts this team to not have Tyrese Maxey. He is energizer buddy. He's, you know, uh, I think it would be hard not to play hard next to him because he plays every, you know, every effort that he is, is just there all the time. But Embiid just kind of seemed like he was sleepwalking, and he does that from time to time, and it's irritating. Well, I'll say this. They're an unlovable organization on any grounds because of i i think their mismanagement in a lot of ways since the whole process began and i'm not arguing whether oh, yeah, the process yeah. was good or not <laughs> yeah, i'm not a pro- well, you know i wasn't a process i know person. you weren't but yeah. i and i and you and i have talked about i understood where they were going did they take yeah. it a little too far maybe but yeah but the way they and i actually heard the camera mention this today okay Oh, I had, he was yelling. I heard I, him yelling. I, yeah, <laughs> I heard the camera mention this today when I was actually at my lunch break at school. Of the uh, the idea that they are kind of like that era with the Eagles, where they were so wrapped up in the other drama that didn't really mean. I'll use my words. It doesn't mean shit. Yeah. As opposed to what you're doing on the floor or the process you have on the floor, you yeah. know, and it, they just. It's a nonstop soap opera with them, and it is. And and I think the problem is, you know, you had you had Harden playing so well at the beginning of the season, and, and then Maxie it gets hurt. So well. right. and then they both get hurt, and then, and beads out. And Tobias has been playing really well. Then he's sick last night. So like they also haven't had their team. I I will give them that they haven't yeah. had their full complement of team. And they've had a tough schedule. Their 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 early they schedule has yeah. been pretty brutal. Yeah, and and listen. 
they, you know, they won a couple games without Embiid, Maxi, and Harden. I mean, it was really impressive the way the other guys stepped up and Tobias and Shake Milton. But I, you know, I think until they're all on the, but I just, you know, it's, I, I think what it is is I don't like that Doc Rivers likes to lecture us on what, you know, we don't know about basketball and, and I'm going, dude. You know, well, he he's look. a smart and, and look, you, you've been around. He is a smart he's guy. A smart just, guy. I don't why understand does he, why. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he has to know. And he, it's not like he's coached in small markets. He coached in Boston. He coached Boston, New, New York, right? He, you know, or New Jersey. Well, yeah, yeah. well, no, he coached in L.A. Oh. L.A., I'm sorry, L.A. He coached the Clippers. All right, it, granted, it's not the Lakers, but he's still a major market guy. That he doesn't know. It was the defense of, of Ben Simmons that I just really have never gotten over. Well, all right, I, 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 I'll, I'll defend him on this, Ray. What was he supposed to say? No, when he said he's a treasure. Well, he's trying to pump the guy up. It's, oh, it was his no. first year as a coach. No, uh, just, year. It was. It was. It was over the top. And the minute that that imploded, boy, did he did he roll the check up back over him. It was just wow. That's true I, too. <laughs> Never seen he couldn't coach. defend him anymore, is what it basically yeah, turned well, out to be. Of course, he couldn't defend him anymore. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan. No. All right. So the Phillies, the Phillies are obviously, you know, you would say they're the story of the the month in October. Uh huh. And they run through this, and it feels like the sport is back. But then you I know, read a really interesting quote. I don't know, but it was uh, John Tomas. Is it Tomasi? NBC Sports, Sports Boston. Boston. Yeah, the, yeah. The, on the Xander Bogarts, how it's... Yeah, and he, he had this thing, and he said the it, it was why the Phillies were an attractive place for Bogarts. <laughs> he, he never watched his team in September, apparently, when the place was like 5,000. What, what amazed 5, me was, it was like this at, in a baseball-mad town. and But we, Al, Al mostly uh, brought it up a lot, but we talked about what those images of that stadium mm-hmm. banged out for the playoffs did for the Phillies for free agency was huge because you're going, I could be playing in front of that every night. And you know what all the, what Harper was saying, what all the players were saying, how much they loved it. I just, I had to laugh baseball, mad city. And I went, Oh, okay. Well in the playoffs, it's been 11 years, but, um, but I, I don't think we can underestimate how huge that playoff run was for the eyeballs around the league. All right, and, and, and I, mean, I would agree with you, and that's why it's important they have to strike while the iron's hot. Absolutely, absolutely. With Trey Turner and maybe Carlos Rodon, maybe if they go Nathan Avaldi or something as a starting pitcher, this easily could turn into the 2010 Flyers. It really could. Ooh. Yeah, oh, I, I heard that. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, no, I just, I, no, I wasn't, it wasn't the, I wasn't expecting that comparison. Um, there's a lot of similarities, aren't there? Last yeah, team in. Yeah. Last team in. Got no, hot. I, yeah, I, got hot. Got in. They got in on a, um, on a penalty shot, right? On yeah. A, on, on no, the, on a, on, yeah, it was the Drew uh, penalty shot against the Rangers and then Boucher yeah. stopped it and they got in and yep. then they beat Jersey who was overmatched, yeah, which, which was the Cardinals. Yeah. And then they, then they kind of, they surprised Boston who, you can make yep. the direction. You know, oh, that, and, that was insane. That, right. That, uh, like that, that whole insane. run, if you yeah. lined it up, that whole run, and I'm not trying to demean what they did. Yeah. But the comparisons, the more I think of it, it's pretty no, scary. No, it's actually, it's, it's eerie, actually. You know, when you said it, all of a sudden I went, wow. I had to go back and 
you know. But then in the twenty, years. but then the twenty ten Flyers kind of went, boom, yeah, off the cliff. Well, real the, quick. The, the, you know, I, I think everybody's kind of downplaying the fact that um, they're going to be without Harper for a really long time. This notion, at least June, that he's right. going to be. Uh, June with Tommy John, I'm not buying it. I'm well, thinking, not as a pitcher, yeah. as a DH, yeah. I, I say think, okay, as a DH, yeah. Yeah, um, I, if so he I, was a pitcher, he'd be done for the year. Sure. So I think, yeah. Al Al said something interesting this morning. He said, he goes Degrom and Bogarts. I'm like, what? No. And I go, I want no yeah, parts that, of the Degrom. Yeah, I don't think I do either. So, um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, everybody says they're the front runners for for Trey Turner. So. You know, I think they need they need to do something like that. Um, although his numbers are interesting, I don't have them in front of me. His numbers are interesting, like his um, his batting average. It's, it was just the numbers. Like he's got numbers, and then there were some numbers that were not so great. Well, I mean, um, the power numbers. Everybody who goes to LA sees their power numbers dip. Yeah. All right. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that's true. So I mean, that change in ballpark from DC the dare. Yeah, it's, that's a big difference. It's yeah. a, that's a bit of a difference. There's yeah. the, the you know, there's always talk the ball doesn't fly at night there and all that. I, I, look, he's a professional hitter at, at the top yeah. of your lineup, which they really <laughs> they need. Don't they need it desperately, have. right? Yeah. So I, I would love to see him. I would love to see him. and and um, you know, and obviously a pitcher. You know that that and and listen, I believe Dombrowski's going to do it. I I do have faith that he will. You know, and I think Middleton saw what he saw mm-hmm. and wants it to continue. Because remember, a lot of those people to get into that ballpark had to buy season tickets for next year. Yeah, they did. So, you know, so uh, I think that they had to have seen it in merchandise sold, you know, all the food, the, the you know, everything that was sold in that bar park for that three, four week run. Uh, I think they they know that they have to. That the there are baseball fans here. You have to give them a product they want to watch. Yeah, but I think people also have to remember they're not the best team in their division. That's no. that's no. the Braves. Oh no, that's, no, they still they still are. The Braves still are. But and the Mets, know, I, I think the Mets fall back. So it's not. I would be worried about the Braves. I'm not so worried about the yeah. the Mets. And look. I'll be honest, and, and you know, you've heard me on the show, and I've talked mm-hmm. to you about this. I'll be honest. Um, there's a few people on this team that I think everybody believes are untradeable or unmovable. Who, if I was Dave Dombrowski, I, I would test the waters. I, I, ben Davis was on with the midday show today. He believes Reese Hoskins will be moved. He's not the guy I'm thinking. Okay, who are you thinking? I'm thinking Nola. Hmm. I would be okay with that. Right, he's a year away yeah. from free agency. Uh, if you don't get him signed this off season, if you don't get a sense his his numbers are going to line up, yeah, yeah, I would, I, I, I would move him. That's that's very, I, you know, what? No one's talking about that. I, I would be okay with that. And, and that's not, I, and that's yeah. not a oh, I hate Aaron Nola, even though I think he's yeah. a little overrated. But that's a. You're never going to get more than for this guy than no. you could right now. And no. if you're looking at retooling your staff, the wheel Wheeler is your ace. Yeah. If you're looking at retooling the staff, this may be a way you go. I like that. It's very it's that's very intriguing, Kevin. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Well, I I, I have that's a lot of I have a lot of free time now. You know, <laughs> I'm not writing anymore except for when I go <laughs> fill in for Gelston. There you go. <laughs> uh, can I ask you one other question? Sure. Okay. 
my mom, I should say, Rhea and uh, Ray at NovaCare were very kind. Yep. Uh, they allowed me to bring my mother to an Eagles game a couple years yes. ago. Yes. Uh, they allowed me to bring my stepson to an That's Eagles game. That's not me. It's all Ray. It's that is right. That is right. <laughs> but you are friends with the current mayor of Philadelphia, correct? Yes. Okay. I have to tell you a story. Okay. My mother is appreciative of you getting her in. She thinks you got me her in. (laughs) And she goes, I hope I didn't embarrass her when I got there. I went, what are you talking about, mom? Mayor Kenny came up and tried to shake my mom's hand. Okay. When I introduced her. And my mom works, I should say, at a supermarket in Philadelphia. Okay. And this was right after the beverage tax passed. Okay. So mom's William was, oh, hi, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Not a fan? Not a fan. And I'm like, you don't think this mayor's heard this before, mom? Jim is, yeah, yeah, the mayor has heard. uh, How did you get to know him? Uh, Just from uh, going uh, to the tailgate. Okay. Um, You know, we were at the same tailgate for years and years and years. And uh, and that's, that's, uh, you know, and. Listen, I've I've been in Philadelphia my whole life. I don't like everything he does, you know, as as a resident. Do you um, but, do you see a different side of him than yes, we've seen in the yes. media? Yeah. What is yeah. he like? He could be very, he's very funny. Okay. Um, he's got a good sense of humor, and um, he should probably show that side more. Have you told him? I that? think some. I think sometimes he looks a little stern. Yes, he does. <laughs> Have you told yes. him that? We've all told him that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so. I, I just I wanted to bring that out because I know, you know, I, I've seen you guys interact and you guys are are, are friendly. And I'm yeah. like, it's it's one of those like it's very hard when uh, because Angelo loves oh. to kill him and Al loves to kill him. And I, you know, and I just go, hey, listen, it's it's like what we do. It's like what sports figures do, you know, athletes, owners coaches you know when you're the mayor when you're the governor when you're president you know you got to be able to take it so you know i i, I think um that would have come as no surprise to him okay well, know, my, I, fig- I figured because mom's now staying with me and i came downstairs and i'm like oh Ray is going to be on she goes apologize to her that i oh, no, dis- <laughs> no no apology necessary um no. Rhea, happy happy yeah. holidays uh yes, I, I hope i will get to see you at some point here like oh, I, I used to be on the show a lot more. I know. Well, the, you know, it's, it's, you know, during football season, we have like, Oh, regu- it's our 900 guests. I get it. Well, yeah, it's our regular, but you know, we plus my schedule doesn't on. exactly line up with you guys anymore either. That's true. Well, we will definitely have you on before Angelo leaves. So you guys can chat on the air and uh, I'm sure he would enjoy that. I absolutely. Uh, Ray, <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you very Bye. much. And you uh, got it, Kev. Have a great night. Have a great night. And uh, okay. thank you for coming in and filling in for uh, for Kern. So it you was a, it. it's Anything a huge upgrade. Kern. <laughs> it's a huge upgrade. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't even get to bring up the fact there were 2,500 people at a Big Five game last night. A Big Five doubleheader. Well, that's what happens when you're not doing it for a long time. No, that's true. <laughs> you know, they they kind of hurt themselves with that. They know? didn't exactly promote it Tem- either. Temple won, so I'm okay. <laughs> uh, you you probably were celebrating the night they beat Nova. Yes. <laughs> Should I point out it's still Nova without their two best players and without their Hall no, of Fame coach? No, and, and I know somebody somebody said that to me. Wasn't that a big? I said I said yes. They were without their two big. <laughs> so I did, and the I Hall of Fame coach. That. Don't forget Jay. Yeah. 
Oh God, no, you can't forget that. So no, no. but listen, I'll, I'll, it's a win over Villanova. I'll take it. I'm not going to, I will not be shy about it. No, Ray, I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. You got it, Kev. Have a, have a great night. Yep, absolutely. And thanks to you for joining us. This has been Working the Beat. Take care now.